0: All right, we're going to go back and do the uh, the radio portion here. Three, two, one. Welcome back to the Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate. With Barb Schlinker, the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. And Barb, we were talking about appraisals before we took our break, and and we wanted to finish up on a couple of things. What else about appraisals? Well, I mean,
1: I guess I was just going to say that if if your agent sits down with you and shows you what the market's doing for that type of house, comparing apples to apples, then you can anticipate it if you're gonna have an appraisal problem. If you get lucky enough to where you get a bidding more on your house and it bids over asking price, at least you know in advance that it could be coming. And that's one of the things, nobody likes surprises in in any form, but, you know, so we sit down, we talk about similar sales, recent similar sales, and as long as we can find just one that substantiates the price without being too much of a stretch, right. we have a good chance of, of getting it appraised at the agreed-upon sales price. So I was just going to say, you can you can plan for this not to go wrong.
0: Well, and, and I think that is the key because you can plan based on the experience. And, and because some of these things, when, when you look at it and you say, oh, my goodness, we had a, a bidding war and the price was so much higher than we had ever anticipated, mm-hmm. that sounds like great news until you're saying, oh, wait, but it also came up much much higher than the appraisal so there's a mixed blessing sometimes and that's again why i would want you to be the person who's on my side which is a good which is a good traverse into some of the top things that a home seller wants out of an agent like you barb Schlinker
1: well i would say the number one thing and and this isn't me this is based on the national association of realtors survey that they do every year about what consumers buyers and sellers want from real estate agents and their experience and the number one thing is actually a buyer yes (laughs) just takes one we just need one and and if the agent that you're interviewing is not talking about having buyers they're probably a lot like most of the other agents where they just take a home, they stick it in the MLS, and they hope some other agent brings them a buyer. And it's unfortunate, but we've gotten lazy.
0: No, no, and and that's why when we talked about your team a little bit earlier and how extensive your team is and how detailed your team is, A lot of that has to do with marketing of of that particular piece of property. It's not just marketing you and your team, but it's marketing that piece of property so that people get the most value out of that. And that's what a seller is going to want. And and you're right. You just need one.
1: Yeah, but our beloved National Association of Realtors has kind of uh, restricted us in the way we can market properties ahead of it going on the market. So it, what they basically said is, we cannot advertise a property unless it's active in the MLS. That's effective at the beginning of 2020.
0: And that's been something that you've been really, really good about doing. It's, yes. it's created a buzz and generated a lot of, I think, additional revenue for sellers, but you have to play within the rules. So uh, do.
1: What, what is... Uh,
0: quit.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> quit that organization, not quit rules. Oh,
0: that could be. I was going to say that. <laughs> uh, what else do uh, sellers want out of their agent?
1: Um, well, the, most of them, according to the survey, want the house to be sold in a specific time frame. And it's usually with the high demand properties, it's not that hard. We can plan ahead, you know, and go, okay, this is when I want to go on the market, this is when I want to close. Most um, buyers from contract to closing take about a month to actually close and get paid. So you can. Just work the problem backwards and figure out when you want to go on the market to make it happen.
0: And a month goes by pretty dang quickly. I mean, I think that's it all does. we have to do is think about. It wasn't very long ago. We're right now at Christmas time, and and uh, uh, before you know it, it, a month goes past. Um, we're yeah. talking. Go I was, ahead. I
1: was going to say, you know, it really does depend on the seller's motivation. I've had some that said you know, I'm not going to take that low ball offer and I'll wait for my price. And if they're not that motivated, you know, it's okay. I had one recently in which initially we got a really, really low price uncommonly like this house was priced at 450. They came in at four. That's like 12% less than than the actual asking price. They weren't even in the ballpark, and the sellers just said, no, thank you. I said, you're fine. You're getting offers. You're in the range. Just wait. Sure enough, a week or two later, we got a good contract, and we're going to close this month.
0: Well, and and that is something I've learned from you as well, is sometimes you just have to be patient. If you know the market, you know what's out there, you, you know, panic is is something that none of us like no matter what the circumstance is and I think if you have good communication with somebody who's got a great track record that leads me to give you the contact information 719-301-3900 of course 719-301-3900 or barbhasthebuyers.com we've talked about um, staging before Mm -hmm. and I'm sorry about I I should uh, say uh, what are some of the other pieces of advice before we finish up there in terms of sellers uh, wanting when, they, when they're when they selling their homes? Did we get everything on that?
1: Um, well, I think that typically most sellers would like to know. I mean, the way you live in the house is not the same way you put it on the market. Yes. So if you're living there while it's on the market, it's different. You have to live a different way. So we actually do include staging that you mentioned. Um, some of it's called redesign, the other is, well, if, they're, if the house is vacant, we have three storage sheds full of furniture where we could bring in and make it look pretty, because right. the buyers don't have very good vis- visualization. That's why most of the new construction... Models are staged like that because it just looks better with furniture, so they can visualize living themselves in there.
0: And but I think old school, a lot of people used to think, well, don't have anything in there, and it'll look bigger. Um, but with HGTV now, you don't even see very often uh, there that they're showing you just an empty room. They might do it just to show the comparison of what right. it looked like before they put the new staging furniture in.
1: Correct and. We we're also doing some virtual staging as well, if the seller's in a big hurry, and we we have to get it out. And that is amazing now. the The visualizations of the virtual staging into this empty photograph, it actually looks really, really, it looks
0: real. We were Well, you have a member of your team here, and he was showing us how he could take a human face, put a beard on it, and, and do it within like 10 or 15 minutes. It looks so realistic, <laughs> and doing furniture and staging has got to be easier than putting a beard on a human no, that's being. True. So, you know, that's I'd, I'd have a lot of faith in that. Uh, what else about staging?
1: Well, um, we include that. So very, we find that very few home sellers are really photo ready. I, I, I think I've had maybe two in the last three or four years. Or, yeah, you're ready for photos. Most of them are not. So, um, you know, we bring in an interior designer by trade. She's not a real estate agent. I want to bring her on the show. I think, I think it would be a lot of fun. I'd love to. And uh, it, she's not in town right now. But um, she will go room by room by room and work with the seller's furniture. And we just did one actually in Briar Gate. It was really fun. First, we we have this list, this general staging notes that we send to our clients, and they get th- that's a kind of a checklist to help them get prepared. And then when the stager gets there, then she'll go through all of the stuff, and she takes a little blue painter tape and just puts things on the painter tape. She goes, well, that one goes to storage, that one goes to storage, that one goes to storage, so that they know what to do. And this one house. uh, When I first went into it, they had these three massive dogs, even bigger than bloodhounds, and there was all kinds of stuff everywhere. And then the next time I go in, it was time to do our videos, and I'm like okay I'm in the wrong place I couldn't (laughs) believe the transformation it looks so good
0: and and a lot of times it is just I wouldn't say the mess but it's the clutter of daily life that you have there and it's one thing that I think you've mentioned before take a photograph of your kitchen your study whatever it happens to be you're gonna be surprised to see how much clutter and and how much room for improvement there is there
1: Yep, that's the photos don't lie unfortunately and I'll tell you when you look at the picture go oh and, and you can see. I mean, wh- when people go out and they look at homes online, it's pretty obvious to see the homes that weren't staged and the ones that are. Um, the ones, the ones that aren't staged, typically they're using their iPhone to take okay. pictures. I just think it's malpractice on real estate agents. They should have professional pictures because it is the first line of defense buyers eliminate homes based on the pictures you wouldn't have a
0: business and have a receptionist that that was anything less than stellar because that's the very first interaction you're gonna have and that photograph is the first interaction you're gonna have with that home.
1: absolutely and they will kick it to the side if, if it if they don't like the pictures or if there are certain rooms that are missing they will eliminate it online. You'll never get a chance to get them in the door, no matter how pretty the house looks, actually, in real life. Right. So it's so important.
0: Let's, let's talk about, uh, what about it when it comes to, to negotiating?
1: So the other thing that sellers want is they want to know that you will negotiate for them. You know, I could, I could understand them being defensive and worrying about, is this real estate agent just telling me my house is worth X so they can get a quick sale? Right. right? And I've seen it happen. So,
0: um, but that would be the the seller leaving some money on the table, because yeah. they weren't getting the full value out of the sale of the home. And yes, you got a quick sale, but you may have had uh, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars if you'd done it the right way.
1: Right. So I could I could see that skepticism coming from home sellers. Um, so I, I think they want to know that you're going to fight for them to get them the most amount of money, not the least. But there are some agents that are desperate for a sale, and they will just say, oh, it's worth this amount, you know, because they know it would be a quick turn.
0: Right. So. Um, whatever other things when it comes to negotiating? We've only got about a minute to go here.
1: Well, um, I think that they like to hear examples, situations, like uh, I had one contract where they wrote in the contract that the house was to be sold as is and then after they, they did the home inspection they asked for another 5000 dollars in concessions i'm like what part of as is don't you understand so i just uh, and it, it worked out that right then we got a backup offer <laughs> So, I used that as leverage and said, Hey, you know, if you guys are going to walk away, that's fine. We got this backup offer. We'll move on to another house. Well, it's, it's, another buyer, rather.
0: Well, and I look at it as an attorney, and I know a lot of people that say, It never hurts to ask. And I would say, Well, yeah, that's true. But when it comes to the money you're trying to get out of the sale of your home, it doesn't hurt to have somebody like Barb Schlinker who's going to say, No, we need to be realistic about this and, and try to make sure that it works.
1: Right. And it happens a lot on inspection repairs. Things like, You know, just today we got one where they're asking for the seller to fix a sewer line that's out in the street. And that's not their problem. That's not their but problem.
0: But they didn't see it that way. So there you are. All of this you learn from Barb Schlinker. The phone number is 719 301 3900 That's gonna do it for today's show. Thank you for listening. The real estate voice with Barb Schlinker airs every Sunday from four to five in the afternoon, right here on 740 KVR. It's hosted by Barb Schlinker. She is the owner of your home sold guaranteed realty. This is the show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate. And if you want to contact Barb Schlinker, I think by now you know the phone number at 719-301-3900, or you can always email Barb at coloradobarb at gmail.com. Many of you will follow her on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and all of the others. Until next time, I'm Richard Randall. Thank
1: you. I'm Barb Schlenker. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I appreciate you watching.
0: God bless you all.